Is Dahmer your muse? What? Is Dahmer your muse? Oh. No. Sure looks like it. No, he's not. Wanna see? This is Dahmer's a coding. You're talented. Why don't you sketch me? I can draw you. Okay, brew it. Yeah. Sylvester Stallone. That's me. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> That's his voice. Just me, your boy, Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> He's like classically a person that people do impressions of, and you're just like, it's me, Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Can't you tell? Yeah. <laughs> no, wait, I ha- I brought my friend with me. Uh, fucking, what's his name? Ship. Adrian. He talks like this, and the... Christopher Walken. Oh my God! That's, <laughs> That's first of all not how Christopher Walken it's talks not, at all. It's not an Italian. It like, did sound like an Italian, Italian stereotype. Like, it was a little bit. Mamma mia! Yeah, this exactly. is me, Christopher Walken. <laughs> it's like a very That's similar a cadence. Spice. Uh, he just That's like pauses well. in like particular places. Yeah, but there's like a weird. Yeah, inflection. There are weird inflections. That feels a little bit Italian. Maybe. Yeah, I, feel, yeah. I get what you're saying. Like, I, yeah, I, some I of those, you. some of those notes are the same. Some of those flavors are the same. But it's, where is Sylvester Stallone and Christopher Walken even coming from? My brain. Oh, okay. I was going to say they're not at all related to any of the movies that we've watched recently. No, but when was one? the last time you even saw one of them? Um. Um, well, I FaceTimed with... 10 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. Me and Chrissy were talking. And me and Chrissy. Um, Chrissy, yeah. baby. Chrissy, baby. Oh, man. Yeah, what are we talking about today? Hello. Oh, man. Guys, hi. It okay. feels like it's been a minute since we recorded some things, yeah. but I yeah. guess we're just here every week now, aren't we? For the audience, we are, but for us... <laughs> but for us... It's been a minute. Movie magic. <laughs> a minute, yeah. yeah. We got a little movie film. It's called My Friend Dahmer. It came Ooh. out in 2017. Uh, it's based on some true events. It's fucking oh, wild, that's me dude. True? <laughs> yeah. So imagine this is me finding out that <laughs> Jeffrey, Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer was a real person. Yeah. yeah. You're just like, oh what? wait, oh shit, what? Hold on, wait. But also, I feel like uh, if you were just finding that out now, it would have made the movie. Uh, incredibly boring and not worthwhile. For sure. <laughs> um, because this movie is pretty much following like everything leading up to his, his first, first kill. kill. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, if you haven't ever listened to a Blood Sisters episode before, Ooh, hey, wh- what news. up? Hey, hi, how you Hello. doing? Um, but we're going to um, spoil the whole movie. So if you haven't seen it, yeah. um, I, w- I would recommend it. I, uh, it was good. I think it, it was... What was it on? Who? It was on Amazon? Prime, I think. I think it was on Amazon. Have you got Amazon? As of... When we watched it. As of when we watched it, that's true. <laughs> so, uh, you know, maybe it's still there, maybe it's not. Who knows? I, time is a construct. I have no idea when you're listening to this. That's true. Um, but anyway. Imagine this is all an alien species finds of the human race. Oh, my God. Yeah. And like, that would be this unfortunate. Episode. That would be. Oh, this um, specific? Oh, <laughs> even worse. Guys, I'm sorry. We have a I'm lot sorry. of things to explain. This is not. <laughs> this is simultaneously it and not it. You know what I mean? The human experience. Ooh, it's vast. Yeah. And uh, I guess we're all gone now. So this is all that's left. <laughs> Bye. Um, and we're going to talk about a pretty notoriously gruesome serial killer. Man, I did like a, I was trying to get like some um, background because like I kind of knew about Jeffrey Dahmer stuff, but yeah. um, it's been a while. I got like real deep into serial killers when I was like in my mid to late teens. You yeah. know, I also d- confuse who, a lot of serial Who doesn't killers? have that phase, no. right? Especially a girl, like a teenage girl. Oh my God, a teenage girl. There's blood everywhere. Blood everywhere. Uh, you're just, just fascinated with just the dark trenches of 
society. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh-huh. and I had kind of forgotten about some shit, but I just read his whole the whole Wikipedia page today, and uh, it was exhausting to read. Yeah, that holds up. Um, I'm not going to talk about all of it. I'll talk about some key points here, but uh, that's fine. But I just I I I just feel like it's too much, man. Yeah, you're doing too much, Jeff. Jeff. You were doing too much. You're dead. Um, it's fine. Yeah. Anyway. But he was played by Ross Lynch. He was played by Ross Lynch. He was who- an ex-Disney Channel star. Yeah. Which is very fun. That's so fun. Yeah. I like Ross Lynch. I didn't know him from anything. Yeah. So it was like very I, easy for me to buy him as this character. I had like heard his name, but I hadn't really like <coughs> seen yeah. him. He, like the, his Disney Channel era was just as I was just a little bit too old. I see. So that makes he, sense that he's I like wouldn't have. two years younger than me. Okay. Um, so he's like just, mm-hmm. like he could play just a little bit younger yeah, and yeah, get yeah. to that young audience. Yeah. Uh, so I was I knew him like peripherally. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, as it turns out, I've been listening to his uh, band mm-hmm. for a little while. Oh, what's his band? Um, the Driver Era. Okay. It's him and his brother, um, oh, Rocky. Hey. Um, Rocky Lynch? Rocky Lynch. What a great they're, name. They're, they're all R's. Okay. It's a, I think their sister's name is Rydell. There's Riker and Holy shit. Ryland. Oh my God. Yeah. Like kudos to those parents. Yeah, those are good names. Because those are all like interesting, unique names. Yeah. But it's like, it strikes this good balance of like sometimes a name is like, too unique to where it's yeah. like kind of wacky. Yeah. And then it's, and then on the other end of just being like so common. Yeah. So. I feel like Ross has the most common, common sounding. Name. Yeah. Um, but it sounds good. It's like a concise name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. So it's got him in it. It's also got mm-hmm. another one of our boys. It's got one of our boys, Alex Wolf. Alex Wolf. He plays Durf, who <laughs> is actually the, uh, writer of the graphic novel that this is based on. It's based on a 2012 graphic novel. That's fun. Yeah, made by this artist who uh, is this actual character. Uh, who was actually this person? In- yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you know Wait, what I'm but saying, But like, that's right? so cool because like in the, in the movie, like the depiction is uh, he like... Jeff was Jeffrey Dahmer was his muse, mm-hmm. and so that's really interesting that that continued to be. Yeah, clearly that's into true. Adulthood. Yeah, but I also like that the depiction, at least in the movie, I can't really speak for the graphic novel of um, his character is like not good, not great. No, um, like he takes like things too far for sure as yeah. well. <clears throat> um, I so mean, I not, like not as far as. Old yeah. Jeffy baby. Well, yeah, but, but like, but I did appreciate that if that's true to like graphic novel, and like he wrote the graphic novel, I do appreciate that he didn't try to paint himself. In oh, a, it's just like yeah. in just a better like light, purely good. Yeah, there's like yeah. an ownership. I respect to, that. Yeah, to like, your past I made mistakes. some mistakes yeah. too. Yeah. If you can't acknowledge you were a cunt in high school, you're still a cunt. Yeah, that's true. That's just facts. That's just facts. So uh, I, yeah, I, I respect that. Good I job, agree. Dog. Yeah. Kudos. What's his name? Uh, John Backdurf. I didn't. Back I should have looked up how to pronounce it, but he goes by Durf in Durf. the movie. Yeah. Um. So this takes place in um the mid seventies. Yes. Nineteen seventy eight. Um. Specifically, is when Jeffrey Dahmer's a high school senior, which is where like most of this movie takes place. Seventy eight. Yeah. Okay. Um. Um. He it's ten years before you were born. That is 10 years before I was born. That's how many years before The Matrix? 21? 21. Yeah, so The Matrix um, could drink by then. (laughs) What are we... What is this? What is this math? (laughs) What's happening here? Um, I'm always bringing up The Matrix on this stupid show. No, that's true. That's true. It's, <laughs> it's incredibly relevant at all times. So yeah. Oh, I finally seen the third one. I don't think the audience. Oh, knows. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, I finally seen the third one. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Yeah. What a wild ride. What did What'd you, you think? think of the whole thing? I liked it. I th- I had fun. Yeah. I thought it was a good time. It was pretty like wild and um, like it's an adventure. Yeah, I w- would still lay my life on the line for Trinity. Sure, sure yeah. yeah. That that holds up. I feel like it went down a whole lot easier watching them with you this time, mm-hmm. like the, the two sequels, just because, like, if you think about 
like the amount of the world that they built out for the first Matrix. Mm-hmm. It's like it could all just have this very particular anything outside those bounds was up to your imagination. Mm-hmm. And the second one and third one like defined what was outside some of the stuff they were talking right. about in the first one, but didn't show. And I think because there was like a gesta- gestation time, like you got a chance to like live with the first matrix a little bit and then have like your expectations for what the rest of that would be. And like, mm-hmm. and then just seeing it realized you're just like, oh, okay, this isn't kind of what I was imagining in my head or hoping right. for, mm-hmm. or like maybe certain things seemed like outside of the tone of the first one somehow. But yeah, but like watching them now, it's just like, oh, if this was just like one cohesive kind of vision from the get go, it's like this is like a very interesting. I'd be happy to go on this type of a journey today, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, for sure. Because it's just the, like the int- world wasn't ready for the Matrix sequels. Yeah, at least. No. And I think there are still things like not great about aspects of them mm-hmm. that could be improved. But I also feel like yeah, that was part of it. Is like. They were already, like, The Matrix was, like, about as, like, far out as I feel like people were willing to go. And then it just got, like, the world just, it they blew it out kind of yeah. more. Yeah. I don't know. That's not the movie we're talking about. It's not the movie we're talking about. We're talking about my friend Dahmer. Tell us about it. Yeah. Um, okay, so it's 1978. Jeffrey Dahmer is a high school senior. Yes. Um, his dad doesn't like his um, bone collection, so he trashes it. Yeah, it's a real... So Joel, Jeff- Joel made it made a comment about Ariel's Grotto, which was fun. Oh yeah, yeah. There's like a whole moment where like um, Dahmer's dad, like his dad's name is Lionel. He um, Lionel destroys his. He has like a whole shed that has like a collection of bones and um, animal bits and pieces that yeah. are like hanging out in acid, decomposing. Yeah. Um, it's not the healthiest hobby. I can understand his dad in that, but um, the way sure. that he goes about expressing that to all him wrong. is all wrong. He just like um, basically like trashes every, he throws everything away mm-hmm. and basically like orders him to like make friends at school because he doesn't really have that many friends. When it's like, I feel like you could just uh, maybe push him toward the sciences. Absolutely. Honestly, yeah. mm-hmm. I think that under different circumstances, Jeffrey Dahmer would have been like a super profound. You know what? Like surgeon after reading or... his uh, the whole Wikipedia today, mm-hmm. I completely agree because there's like a handful of things that feel very circumstantial. Yeah. Um, mm. Where it's like, yes, he probably still would have struggled with like. Um, According to that, he had been diagnosed with BPD, bipolar, um, not borderline bipolar, personality borderline personality disorder. disorder. Yeah. Um, what are the other ones? I have them written. Yeah, BPD, schizotypal personality disorder, and psychotic disorder. Mm. Um, so mm. I think he probably still would have had some troubles in life. For sure. But, but I think it's possible that it could have gone a different way. Absolutely. Because, um, like, he's fucking smart. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> so, like, there's, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but basically, like, that whole thing um, causes him to start, like, acting out. So, mm-hmm. he, the like, one of the big things that comes up is he had met somebody who had just a little bit of palsy, as they put it. <laughs> and so, he just starts, like, imitating that at school. It's not, it doesn't, listen, it was, it's, it was, it was 1978, 70s. it was a different time, I'll give them that. Um, doesn't make it okay, but. And, like, the commitment to the character. <sighs> Yeah, man, it's uncomfortable. Because, like, I don't, I don't think I could get mm. to that level. I guess if I was being paid, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but um, it's just like it seems like I would get uncomfortable before I got to that level. It's of very acting. uncomfortable to watch. So, he, good job, Rosalind. You you did your job. So he just starts basically like um, acting a fool at school all the time, and that um, is intriguing to Durf mm-hmm. and his buddies um but especially to him i feel like he's the one like really pursuing yeah that relationship um he like starts drawing pictures of Dahmer. he forms the Dahmer fan club mm-hmm. um they start sort of like pulling these pranks all together mm-hmm. the boys are back in town the boys are back in basically town. um oh one of the pranks being the yearbook prank 
I, oh which my I God. feel like oh, is a pretty yeah. incredible that's prank. A good Listen, prank. as somebody who is not a fan of pranks, uh, that I feel like that's a great prank. No, because I feel like it does. It doesn't hurt anybody. No, it's just like <laughs> a bunch of bullshit. It's basically the prank is that like um, they're gonna sneak. Um, Dahmer into every club's photo for the yearbook. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which I think is that's hilarious. fantastic. I, I th- think that's classic it's like boys harmless. being boys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the kind of prank I can get behind. Yeah. Well, because it's just like, I don't know. The only person that could get mad is like the school or like one of the parents just taking it way too seriously. But yeah. it's like, but like cares? nobody really cares. It's a photo. Get over um, it. That like, one yeah. teacher did care though. When the um, photos came in, she like blacked out his face and everything, yeah, which I feel like is not just one of those things. Yeah, it's like not the move. Like that's not a good look. Right. Uh, what happens after that? Oh man. It yeah, it doesn't negate him being there. So like you're just drawing more attention to it. I yeah, don't know. right. Because now everybody's gonna be like, "Ooh, what's <laughs> what's that about? What's what's yeah, going on black- here?" There's someone blacked out in every photo. Yeah, yeah. it's just really drawing more attention to yeah. it. Um, another, I guess not really like a prank, but a shenanigan that mm-hmm. they get into is um, they go on a class trip to Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. And they're basically just like, how are we going to meet the vice president? Oh my God. And uh, they're like, somebody pitches just like, why don't we just call? I think Dahmer pitches. Um, and so from a payphone, he like calls the VPs. It's like secretary or like assistant or mm-hmm. something. And basically gets them into a tour with that person, which leads to them meeting the vice president. Uh, <laughs> which, so, like... <laughs> again, another, like, prank or shenanigan that I can totally get behind because nobody gets hurt. Yeah. And, like... And, like, the like they just get to meet the fucking v- vice president. Yeah, and it was, like, a it was like a great... A neat experience for yeah, them. Yeah, totally. And it, you, somebody just had to be ballsy enough to do it. And if anybody's going to be ballsy enough to do it, it's going to be Dahmer. I guess so. Because... He did it. Because he fucking did it. Um, okay. So back at home, uh, Dahmer's parents are fighting more than ever. His mom is clearly mentally ill. She has, like, been in a, um, like, a psych hospital. Yeah, it seems like. Um, before, and so a lot of their fights are kind of coming back to that, it seems like. But she is also clearly having an episode. Yeah. Um, and all of that shit pushes Dahmer into like, he's like drinking, um, Mm -hmm. and you know, starts killing some animals. We've all been there, right? Light murder. No. Um, drinking, sure. Teenage drinking, yes. Um, oh, also some stalking. Some stalking. He do, oh, he, he yeah. Does do okay. some stalking. Yeah. So he um, gets really obsessed with this jogger that mm-hmm. he sees, who is Doctor Matthews. It's one of the other, um, one of his other boys' doctor. Yeah. Um. So there's like a whole scene where he like gets an appointment with this doctor, just to get naked around him, just yeah. to have an exam. Yeah. Um. Uh, uh, it seems uh, weird that he just is full nude. He likes it a little too much. No, and it yeah. makes the doctor uncomfortable. Yeah, for sure. Um, so you know you've crossed a line <laughs> at that point. Yeah. Um, his dad moves out. So for a little bit, it's just like him and his mom and his brother. Um, he kind of like starts drifting away from his friends. Shit's not going so hot, like Mm -hmm. bad stuff at home and it's just like pranks and shenanigans at school and um, he's just kind of like drifting away from them. Um, And then eventually his mom and brother also move out. Like they go to live with like, they go to like Wisconsin, they say. Yeah, I feel like there is also a pretty big show of like the mom and the dad fighting and the mom being like, you're not taking... The youngest son for me. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, There's a lot of that. But not... There's no fight for Jeffrey. No. Um, No. Yeah, which I feel like is just further... You're pushing pushing this boy to the edge. Pushing him away. And, like, the whole time I feel like he's very sympathetic to the struggles she's going through. Right. Like, he's trying to just, like, be calm in his interactions around her. Yeah. Um... So eventually they move out. They leave him alone completely. Oh, oh. The ghost is back. Hello. Did you change my light the other day? 
Bye. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Where are we? We're almost at the end. All of his parents are gone. He graduates. Right. His dad comes to his graduation. But for the most part, he's just kind of like living um, alone. Mm-hmm. Um, like, no, uh, oh. hey, is that not how it went down? Are you the ghost of Jeffrey Dahmer? Or did you just watch my friend Dahmer with us? I mean, I guess if you've been here, you did. All right, back to it. <sighs> cool. Um, what has something happens, and then like he's just wa- like Jeffrey's like walking on the side of the road, and like Jerf rolls up in his car and like picks him up to give him a ride home. Was he like getting into some shit in the woods, killing an animal, probably? Yeah. I- I think so, yeah. Probably. Yeah. Um, they go back to Dahmer's place. He invites Jerf in for a drink. Yeah. Um, so he kind of reluctantly goes, but then sort of like sees that the place is like dark and cold and empty and they're like nobody else is home. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I got to get back to dinner. Yeah. And like as he's like going back to his car... Uh, Dahmer picks up a baseball bat. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just sort of like following slowly behind. So he does eventually like get into his car and get it started, but it's stressful because oh, that car does not yeah, want to start. That, that car takes a minute. Um, but he eventually gets it started and gets the hell out of there. And um, that's the last those two see of each other. Yeah. Basically, the movie ends with um, Jeffrey hitting the road, picking up. Stephen Hicks, uh-huh. who, if you know anything about um, Jeffrey, Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer, is his uh, first uh, kill, mm-hmm. his first victim. Um, so basically, the movie ends with him picking him up, and then yeah. the end. Um, yeah. it, it pretty much tells us that like Stephen Hicks was never seen again. I did uh, uh, get the story on what happened to Stephen Hicks, and I'm not sure if anybody wants to hear about it. I kind of feel like we should. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. I'm curious now. Okay. So he lures him back to... This did not happen in the movie. The movie's done. The movie is done. This the, is credit, just, the credits have been rolled. This, this is, is just some... This is bonus features. Some real life shit. Um, you know, if you're bothered by murder, gruesome, gruesome murder, maybe skip ahead yeah. a couple times. Um, he gets him He gets him to come back to his place thinking they're just going to be, like, drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, he bludgeons him with a 10-pound dumbbell to start. Oh, that's right. Which is interesting because there's that scene where his, um, dad. his dad is trying to, like, get him into other hobbies besides um, dissecting animals. Bones. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he gives him some dumbbells. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and then uh, Stephen uh, was strangled with the bar of a dumbbell. Eesh. Um... Dahmer strips him down, masturbates over him Mm. naturally. Mm -hmm. Um, He dissects him, Mm -hmm. um, buries the body, Mm -hmm. unearths it a few weeks later, uh, uses like a paring knife to get flesh off the bone. Oh, God. Uh, I'm only halfway through. Oh, fuck. Uh, Dissolved that flesh in acid, which the acid was a big thing coming up, mm-hmm. um, flushed that solution down the toilet, okay. uh, crushed his bones with a sledgehammer, and uh, scattered the bone dust behind his house. Jesus Christ. Jesus fucking Christ. Ugh. Jeff, chill. <laughs> Jeff! Chill. Um, I wonder if that's because, like, with... I don't know. Like, uh, I'm not like an expert or anything yeah, on serial killers, sure. you know. None I've, of us are here. I've watched Mindhunter like the next guy, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but just like, it kind of, it seems like one of those things where it's like, it's this rarefied moment and it's like these little hits almost mm-hmm. of adrenaline and all this other stuff. So it's like, Rather than going out and immediately getting like a next victim or something, you do you do that and then like you're fixated and then like right, but like you finished, but then you still want kind of more of that sensation, right, or whatever. Uh-huh. I don't know. And then so you like kind of yeah, dig it up and do more with it. And like he was already interested in how 
Things decompose. Exactly. And, and like he was already like dissecting animals and yeah, like keeping um, various animals in acid to watch like how quickly they decompose. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like all this kind of makes sense in a way, but. It does. It's just incredibly gruesome when you lay it all out like oh, that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Some like real life stuff about Jeffrey Dahmer. You guys want some some facts? Yeah, maybe with some facts. Um, all right. So he was born May twenty fourth, twenty first. Oh my god, I can't talk. Mm-hmm. May twenty first, nineteen sixty, which uh, makes maybe him like a Taurus Gemini cusp mm-hmm. kind of thing, right there. It's the first day of Gemini. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it kind of that kind of makes sense. That tracks. Um, and then he died November twenty eighth, nineteen ninety four. Um, he apparently was referred to as the Milwaukee cannibal and the Milwaukee monster. Um, because most of his um, murders took place in, like, Wisconsin, kind of in, like, the greater Milwaukee area. Um, Are we back? Hopefully without any weird little noise oh, there things. There a lot of noises happening. There were a lot of noises happening. Um, so hopefully that's done. Yeah. Uh, some more little Dahmer facts for you. Yeah, hit me with them. Um, his active years were 1978 to 1991, where he murdered and or dismembered 17 men and boys. Jesus. Um... His later murders included necrophilia, cannibalism, and the permanent preservation of various body parts. Yikes. Um, Already kind of talked about diagnoses. He was diagnosed with um, schizotypal personality disorder, psychotic Mm -hmm. disorder, and borderline personality disorder. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the time of his trial, he was um, considered sane to stand trial. Mm -hmm. Um, he was sentenced to 15 life terms in Wisconsin on February 15th, 1992. Um, and then later was sentenced to an additional life term for a murder that took place in Ohio. Mm. Um, and he was beaten to death in prison by Christopher Scarver in 1994. Uh, so yeah. There's there's some things I do have. Do like, you know when in 1994? Yeah, November 28th. Damn. So uh, right was, after you were there born, there was a brief moment in time where me and Jeffrey Dahmer were alive at the same time. Yeah, that would have been uh, 11 days. Fuck. Um. um yeah, that's that's uh, bonkers to think about. I have I have another gruesome thing. If anybody's up for it, but I'm exhausted, so it's up to you. I, but I, um, no. yeah. Um, I mean, but I read through the whole thing, and there was a pretty lengthy list of what the cops found in his apartment when he was actually arrested. Oh. Um, so, just to go through some of that, um, four severed heads. Yeesh. Um, and actually, like, the story that I was reading was saying that basically, like, um, yeah, one of the cops uh, found uh, a severed head, just opened up the fridge. There it was. Like, no... <laughs> Shout out to the voices. Shout out to the voices. We should watch that movie. We should again. watch that movie. Um, so again. that um seven skulls total. Yikes. Um, two hearts, some arm muscles. Ooh. Um se- it d- I didn't get a number on this, but torsos, plural. <laughs> I didn't get a number on this. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get like a solid um just some torsos. Uh answer on this because there were like I think it said three of those torsos were like dissolving in acid but I wasn't sure if there were like more than that various organs and bits of flesh um two full skeletons uh a pair of severed hands okay two penises hmm um a mummified scalp oh and 74 Polaroids of his victims oh. in various phases. Um, so basically, it seemed like his main MO was to like lure 
lure a dude back to his place, mm-hmm. um, slip him a drink with sleeping pills. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the ways that he would kill them kind of like varied. Toward the end, some of the last ones, this was some of the most troubling stuff I heard. Uh, I don't need to hear it. Okay, great. Bye. <laughs> but um, I mean, like, you can say it if you want. If, no, that's if you, okay. If you need to, like, unburden yourself with no, that you know knowledge. What? I don't need to. If you're interested in this kind of thing, Look you can go up. read about it. Yeah, if, you, if you're really, con- if you're that pressed for if, uh If you weren't and you listen to all of this, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. Should we just cut all this out? Eh. Bonus material for our Patreon patrons. <laughs> it could be. It could be after credits. Um, uh, our Patreon. Uh, we don't have a Patreon yet. Yes. Should we get one? No. No. Nobody. Nobody will give us money. I do have an actual, maybe fun fact. Okay. Um, this movie was filmed at um Jeffrey Dahmer's actual childhood home in Bath, Ohio. Damn. So That is pretty fun. Nuts. That's kind of wild, kind of creepy. It did seem like there was maybe some um, actors had said that it definitely gave it like a weird energy. Mm, yeah. yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Especially because would that not be the where he uh, killed his first, at least um, his first victim? Yes. Yes. So that would give it some weird energies. Um, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, damn. Um, so y- you be the judge. Is that a fun fact? It's a fact. It was on, it was fun. <laughs> it was fun. I thought, I thought it was fun. Um, tell me some thoughts about this movie. I, I'm still stuck on the fact that like uh, for 11 days when I was first, like, born. <laughs> because, like, I feel like Jeffrey Dahmer and a lot of, like, iconic serial killers, to me, are just, like, stuck in, like, the 80s. Uh-huh. Um, and I can't imagine them... I can't imagine existing with them at the same time. There are certain ones that are, like, hugely infamous that are still alive. No, and I know that, but I feel like a lot of, like, the the big iconic ones that people always talk about are just, like, they were, like, really active in the 80s, so my brain... Mm-hmm. My brain tells me that they died in the 80s. Right. Um, but, but they've it, just but been hanging out in prison. It's just weird to think about that, like... Or not. Yeah, that... Uh, yep. We, we we coexisted very briefly in this universe. So that means you're definitely not Jeffrey Dahmer reincarnated. Correct. Okay. Well... It depends when you think, like... A soul enters a body. Exactly. Mm-hmm, Which, mm-hmm. like, I mean, kind of like... A year, two years? I don't know. I've I've heard that the first six months. Mm. It's, okay, that's it's like, just a, a husk. Uh huh. It's just like a blob. Yeah. Uh huh. And but then there's also like karmic ideas of like people choosing certain lives even before they're born. That's true. Um, mm. That's a concept as well. Right. Um, I feel like there's a. I don't, I can't think of what movie it is, but I have this very vivid memory of maybe it's the first Annabelle I don't know um but of of like a bunch of spirits oh maybe I think maybe it's a insidious where it's like the soul has left the body Mm -hmm. and it's a bunch of spirits like waiting over this like the the actual physical form Mm -hmm. um in order to somebody infest that yeah and I, I can't remember what that's from, but oh I have God. a very vivid memory of of just like a bunch of vi- ghouls. Yeah, that sounds like you said insidious. Yeah. That sounds like the kind of thing that could be insidious, but I I can't remember them that Yeah, vividly. but I know that there's a baby in the first Annabelle, so. Okay. Um, so I thought maybe it could have been that too. Could have been. But there's a child that uh, his soul leaves his body in insidious, so that's a thing. Um, the astral... But not in my friend Dahmer. No. Um, so. How did I get there? Oh, souls. Me being <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer. That's right. Probably not. Probably not. Also, I'm pretty sure you haven't killed any animals. No. I Listen, I was talk- telling this story one uh, today that the only time I've ever hit an animal with my car, mm-hmm. it was a cat that was already dead. Was I a- remember this. Do you? Because it was in the... Oh, maybe Tina told you about yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, because I uh, I hit an already dead cat, and I cried so hard I threw up. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she, like, had to, like, go back yeah. for it, right? Yeah. Um, And was like, 
no, this this animal's clearly been dead for a while. Yeah. <laughs> um, which like yeah. I guess reassuring, but also that's sad. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like at least you. It was it not on me. you. It wasn't me. Um, I remember, yeah, I remember her I, but uh, I, saying I, that I, you were pretty hysterical. I about cried it. so hard I threw up. <laughs> yeah. Um it was not a good time for me. Yeah, no, I don't blame you. I feel like so, it's not that's I not feel, a fun I time. feel like I'm not a it, at you the don't very have it least in you. a serial killer reincarnate. Probably I am not. A crazy person. Right. Uh and like a chaotic neutral. Yeah. <laughs> but not a serial killer. No, I don't think so. I, I really don't think I have the stomach for it. I, I yeah. Hmm. I I agree with you there on that. It's like interesting to like research. It's fascinating. Yeah. But but I really oof. I really don't have the stomach for Even it. Even just reading stuff yeah. today, I was just like, man. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Nah, dog. Um how about our baby boy Alex Wolf in this movie? I mean, he was incredible. He always He's always it. incredibly chaotic. Yeah. yeah. Um I, that's what I like about the Wolf brothers is that they bring this like they bring this like f- energy. Yeah. Um that I feel like I don't really get from other actors and it's very clear that that's just these two individuals. It's just yeah. how they are, yeah. Um they just have this like a little bit just like <laughs> Well, yeah. I think what it does <laughs> yeah, though yeah, yeah. is like I feel like it's in the it's in the way like when um it reminds me uh, it makes me think of the thing like when stand up comedy is good mm-hmm. like part of it is recognizing the moment and if like something happens in the moment and you don't comment on it mm-hmm. in some way then like people just feel like oh they're just kind of doing a thing like by rote mm-hmm. and I feel like acting can kind of feel that way too like where yeah. people are just strictly following the lines or like it doesn't even have to be about the lines but like your behavior in the scene yeah it feels like he's there. And yeah. he's like taking advantage of the moment and yeah. like living in the moment and acting and responding to specifically who's in front of him and what the scenario is. Totally. You know? Yeah. And it, make, I think it that, makes the yeah. whole experience feel very organic. Yeah. yeah. Um, exactly. and, I, and I think that is what, what makes them really good actors. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it's very exemplified in like that one, like Stalls last weekend, just mm. because like yeah. it's the mom directing, their mm-hmm. mom directing, and like so they probably did have like a lot of freedom. And probably, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you just see like when they they can just like bounce off each other. I feel like there's so much just natural. Yeah, I feel like I always appreciate that too when it's like siblings mm-hmm. or like oh yeah, for some sort of like close family. Yeah, um, I feel like you can tell that like chemistry. Yeah. It it reads way easier. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, that's they're great playing brothers because they actually because they are, are brothers. brothers. So they have like so many like little seemingly little like in things or they're like doing various bits that yeah. Yeah. like it it's just it it's just always can keep going really for so long. Refreshing when like si- both siblings are actors so they can like utilize that. Yeah. Um yeah, because I because I feel like having like I'm trying to think of like other siblings who have done movies together that I like, but nobody's coming to mind. Like uh, John Cusack and Joan Cusack, whenever they happen to be in yeah. something Ooh, together. Yeah, or the Gyllenhaals. Mm, yeah, the yeah, Gyllenhaals yeah, 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 and yeah. Donnie Darko. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I'm, I, yeah, I feel like it just you can you can really tell right when it is so, like when it's somebody that you've known your entire life. Yeah, so. I just, I just like, but I just, I just like the energy that <laughs> I he agree. brings. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, there's always, there's and always. And I appreciated that in uh, tandem with how, like, like, how, like, closed off Ross Lynch was. Yeah. Which, which because Dahmer. Yeah, it's a um, good, like, juxtaposition. Yeah. Where you can, like, it really just, like, heightens both of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I feel like, yeah. yeah, it was a really interesting dynamic I between those two. I didn't know what the movie was going to be like. Me, like, me I neither. sort of, like, suspected that it would be very heavy and sort of drawn out and depressing in a way. Mm-hmm. And, like, maybe just the fact of, like, the good acting would make me like it or, like, it'd be compelling in that way. Mm-hmm. But, like, I didn't realize 
it like moved at like a kind of a faster clip than I thought it was going to. Yeah. Pacing wise. And like because of that character, because of Durf mm-hmm. and the friends, it's like it did make it very active to watch a lot of the time. Like, yeah, there were right. like, you know, contemplative scenes with like Dahmer or mm-hmm. just like you can tell like traumatic things are happening to him. So he's right. processing that. Yeah. But yeah. like there's also genuine like levity and like moments and they're like all tinged with darkness for sure. Yeah. But like there is sort of like an interesting like thing. And also they're the, I the I think the, the relationship that they have and the friendship is sort of like teetering on, you know, on the edge of like completely making fun of this person to actually being this person's friend. Mm -hmm. And like, I feel like you're watching that, that dynamic play out the whole time and it's very weird. And I feel yeah. like the entire time I was questioning, like, are they making fun of him? Are they friends with him? And yeah. they almost don't seem like they it, fully know. Which I, yeah. I appreciated that even, like, the the other two that weren't um, Alex Wolf or um, Ross yeah. Lynch, I feel like like those two characters were just like, are, I feel like we're taking this too far, guys. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, God, the one... One that they like get him back. Like he's been sort of like not doing, not doing the like things for a little bit, and, stuff, and then they yeah. like you know the, get yeah. him back, and he gets super drunk and like yeah, they and they take him, him like to the mall, and he's just that like so the, honestly the it was incredibly heartbreaking. But like the like the filming, like yeah. the camera work, mm-hmm. and like all like the round shots, mm-hmm. uh, like it just it was really really well <laughs> crafted. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. But it's really depressing. But it's to hard watch. to watch. Yeah. yeah. Um, but in yeah. the in the best moments, it does feel like they are genuinely friends. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. And it's the times just, when they're just all just kind of like messing with people, but kind of harmlessly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And you see the change in him, what he looks, you know, in the happier moments, like what he does look like with an in-group mm-hmm. and like, and, you know, not feeling as much on the outside of it, something completely. Yeah. yeah. And it's like all it, I don't know, it's just so unfortunate, like you think about these situations and it just kind of feels like A, with the science thing and B, with just sort of like a social dynamic, it's like mm-hmm. under the right circumstances, this didn't have to be anything. Like, yeah. yeah. It's not... It's not about this person was gonna inherently be a bad person. No, mm-hmm. it was from the get go. It was about how how thing like what happened, but also just like his proclivities in general. Yeah, which like like granted are sort of like are extreme are and like unusual for like sort of societal standards. Yeah, mm-hmm. like in our society currently, but just like that could be pushed in a very healthy direction, and he could still get yeah. that out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're a surgeon cutting people open, it's like a very, that'd be a very safe way to get that. Yeah. Yeah. We, we talked about the idea of like how I had never really fully thought about like the idea that surge, some surgeons, I'm sure there are surgeons out there that under different circumstances would have gotten into killing people mm-hmm. uh, because they just want to know what it feels like to cut into a person. And they just want to see the inside. And they just want to see the inside. And they really don't have that sort of, like, gut instinct to not do that. You know? Like, that, Mm -hmm. like, trepidation. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like the whole thing about how, like... when you're trying to be, like, exact about something. Yeah. When you have to be, like, very calculated of just, like, this is where we're going. Yeah. Like, I can't freak out. (laughs) It's just kind of like the whole thing about how, like, um, having sort of, like, personality disorders or, Mm -hmm. like, psychosis Mm -hmm. of some kind or, like, being considered psychotic. Mm -hmm. Um is not necessarily, like, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're just going to be, like, a murderer. Yeah. Or, like, uh, like, but it might actually be a beneficial thing depending on, like, what sort of situation you're in. Like, if you're very high up in a business situation and you need to be very, like, kind of callous and cutthroat, mm-hmm. um, yeah. which I'm not really, like, advocating for more of that in business because, um, you know... I don't yeah. know. The economy is in shambles. Yeah. Um, but like there are times when it's like not a detriment. Oh, yeah, God, not at for all. Sure. And also, yeah, it seems like one of those like areas where it's a cultural blind spot right now. And right. like in a few years, we're going to look back and like 
you know, something as casual as like someone calling someone else a psycho in a joking way mm-hmm. uh, is going to look like a slur. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. where it's just like, psychopaths are useful. Psychopaths are like not inherently any sort of moralistic stance. That yeah, it's really just like you got to kind of keep an eye on that and maybe like, like angle it in the right direction. Yeah. 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 But it I is- think that that's true of like, so many all things. kinds of like for sure um, personality traits or things that are disorders, and this or, is like yeah. just one that gets kind of dogpiled on mm-hmm. in a way where it's just yeah. like, well, it doesn't have any inherent because there like, is this like no correlation of judgment. like like these like people who are mass murderers or serial killers generally do have this like yeah. it kind of gets portrayed like if you have this then you must be yeah 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 but that's not but that's not the case yeah it's it's a lot of what um like the YouTubers that I follow that have DID mm-hmm. talk about and like the the idea that like this horror trope mm-hmm. of it is not that's not not at all what the actual disorder is about. Yeah, and it's not what, like, the average experience of it is even like. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, It's definitely, like, an extreme version. And, like, sometimes realistic and sometimes not realistic. Yeah. Um, I think in this case, I mean, obviously, very realistic. Yeah, it's kind of sad. I guess I'd never really thought about, like, Jeffrey Dahmer other than, like, he killed a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, seeing this really, like, it makes me feel a little bit more towards him as a human being in, mm-hmm. in the sense that, like, I do, like, given different circumstances, yeah, he would have been great. Maybe. Or at least fine. Or at least fine. Um, but, yeah, like, it's, like, he hard could, to he say, been... like, after having read everything that I've read today. Yeah. Because there's, you know, there's just... There's just some stuff like uh, just a more well-adjusted person just wouldn't ever think to do. Yeah, but um, like, but I, but I do think that like he probably could have if he had, been had pushed more parental figures in like a more positive direction. Yeah, if yeah, like the parents and like, like I understand that his dad was not like thrilled about the whole bone thing, but like. Mm-hmm. But like we talked about, like, I mean, like, try to he, push your I mean, he was a kid. chemist. So, like, push him to science. Push him to science, you <laughs> maniac. Like, yeah. that's the reason he had the acid in the first place is because he was a chemist. So, yeah. like, you'd think that he'd be like, oh, my boy is interested in a different type of science. And there is the moment where they meet the vice president and he um, asks them all, like, what they want to go to school for, yeah. what, what they want to do. And he says biology. He does say biology. Um, which, yeah. Which would have been great That would have been the perfect career path. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's so, it's so sad to, to know that, like, it, like, it is a little bit nature and he sure, sure had, like, a, a bunch of impulses. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, it's it's a lot of nurture, too. It's it's definitely a combination. Um, and how, like, yeah, had he had just had, like, different parental figures to look after him or people that cared yeah. a little bit, even. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's hard to say. We could, like, speculate all day on yeah. what yeah. it could have been like. But this is... This is what it is. Yeah. Do you think this movie passes the Bechdel test? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so either. I can barely think of two named females. There's his mom, Joyce. Uh-huh. And then there's uh, Durf's girlfriend who does get... Penny, I think is her name. Okay. Uh, she doesn't get named until like way later in the movie. Okay. But does she talk to anybody? It's like, I don't know. Besides I'm, like the boys? No. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't think any so. Any of that. So I don't, um, I don't think so. Um, Russo? Mm- uh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Because um, Dahmer is, is gay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And he's kind of like the crux of this movie. He's kind of like the whole story. <laughs> the whole thing. Um, so, yeah. Makamori? Um, no. No. I know. Because, again, there's like maybe two named females. Yeah. Um, and they're not super consequential to the plot. Like his mom... No. And her, like, kind of mental lapses. Right. Definitely are, like, playing a role in the nurture side of him. But that's not all of it. That's not, like, no. 100% of it. Um, yeah. Fuck. Damn. This movie was heavy. This yeah. movie was heavy. You guys Did like, you like it? I did like it. I did, too. Um, 
I, I probably would, won't watch it again. I probably will not watch it again. Um, but I would recommend it. I would recommend it to the right person. To the right person. I don't think this movie is for everybody. No. It's yeah. very like indie feeling. It's very slow. Yeah. At a lot of points. Yeah. Um, it's very just like heavy feeling the whole time. Yeah. So I think if you want that kind of vibe, like it's a well-made movie. Yeah. yeah. And, and anybody who is interested in like true crime mm-hmm. and shit. Yeah. Um, I think that it's it's worth watching. Yeah. Um, do you guys have like a take on sort of like the, I feel like there's like a common kind of moral argument made about movies like this or content like this where it's like, well, it's like putting you in the shoes of the serial killer. Like glorifying and Glorifying the- it, making you potentially empathize with this mm-hmm. person a lot. But like, we are not, you know, in the position of the victims mm-hmm. and the victims' families. And like, we're not made to empathize, empathize with that point of view. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like... I don't know. I'm just curious like what your guys' like take on that is cuz like we've been I kind of feel like I I understand that argument and I think that there you have to like go into it having um like a heart for the victims of it, but I just I don't think there's any reason why you can't also empathize with the mm, what's the opposite of victim perpetrator. Yeah. Um, it's the uh, the whole uh, cool motive still murder. Yeah, kind of mindset. Yeah, yeah. I think like there's a way to like acknowledge that this person did terrible things. Yeah. Um, and that there's no reason that anybody ought to forgive them. No. For that. Um, but like, but like, I think there's a way to still like portray maybe where some of that is coming from, maybe try to understand some of that so that, you know, I don't know, maybe we can try to avoid pushing people in that direction in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Just I feel like, like that in, would in be... every possible like nurture way, like, I mean, as we've discussed, there's like nature and nurture elements mm-hmm. um, to his character and his like mindset. And mm-hmm. so like, I feel like there's ways to maybe just like do what you can to just not... Yeah. Keep on uh, perpetuating these cycles. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like that would be my kind of take on it if, like, I were. Like, asked I, that. I Just, don't like, think that because this. Because it is like a cautionary tale, essentially. Yeah. And I don't think that this movie specifically is trying to paint Jeffrey Dahmer as like a good guy. No. I don't think so. Um That's I don't a, think yeah. I don't think it's trying to like glorify him in that way as much as just like explain. Explain, make and tell you, a story. like understand yeah. some things. Yeah, tell a story, give some backstory yeah. on him. Um which but I yeah, I don't I appreciated I don't, having a little bit of yeah. insight and backstory. Like somebody can be a protagonist without being a hero. Yeah. For somebody sure. can be a protagonist without being a hero. Yeah. Damn. Dang. Fuck. <laughs> I'm hungry. I'm going to go eat some tacos. Yeah. Let's uh let's go eat something and uh get out of here. Fuck. This yeah. movie's heavy, dog. Yeah. Um I so- I hope you have a good day. Yeah, you too. Goodbye. Bye. Blood Sisters is produced by uh, this little gaggle of geese. We got Amy, Joel, and Erica. That's the three of us. Uh, you can email us if you have any questions at bloodsistersmedia at gmail.com. We're on Facebook at uh, Blood Sisters Podcast. And we're also on Twitter. So little, little, send us a little tweet at Drunk and Scared. You can listen to us pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts at this point. So that's cool. Do that or don't. That's fine too. Um, I love you. Have a have a good day. <laughs>